0: Brandon Beliso here. You're living your best life. Welcome. It is Friday, Friday. January 28th, 11 a.m. Pacific Standard Time, right here where? On the West Coast. This is Success Never Sleeps, and who am I? I'm Brandon Belisa, where we take your questions in a Q&A environment, and we're able to help you do everything it takes to run a small business. You know, what do I do? I mean, I've ran small businesses, I grew up in small businesses, I understand everything it takes to run a successful small business. I've owned several successful small businesses for well over 35 years, and I'm grateful to share that experience with you. As Elon Musk says, I hire based upon experience versus education, and that's a big part of their cultural environment. So when he's going to hire somebody, he wants somebody with experience first versus someone with a simple education. The challenge with education, it's strictly book learned. It can be case studies, things of that nature, but it never quantifies for real-time experiences where you have to pivot adapt adjust and do those different things so I believe where Elon Musk in his thinking that I would rather hire somebody based upon experience versus simple education all day every day so as you come aboard say hello put in the comments who you are, where you're tuning in from, and if you own a business, put that in there too. We love to give everybody a shout out. I think that's really, really cool. And today, as I shared, we're gonna be giving away lots of stuff. Lots of stuff, lots of stuff. What's up, Mish? What's up, Mish? Thank you, happy birthday to me. That's right, because we are. We're celebrating my birthday. This is a birthday show. I don't think I've ever done a Success Never Sleeps birthday show. So I think it's time that we do one, right? Herman! What's up, Herman, sir? And let me let me thank my sponsors as always. I love my sponsors beginning with who my studio my studio I love too. I love Lynette their son just finished, you know six brutal months of of Chemotherapy and treatment little guys only about I don't know must be seven months old now He spent the majority of his life in a hospital and and they've posted this publicly so I'm so so grateful to God that that he's in out of it he's done with chemo and so now he's on that huge road to recovery and by the grace of God this young man is here and and I just wish to and Lynette love their whole family my studios come such a long way I am loyal to my studio because I'm loyal to the people and as I shared with CRM systems I think the one thing we understand it's not an exact science it's going to change constantly it's going to grow constantly and you'll deal with the shortcomings that's just it but which we, we need to think of you know how many Apple products sucked before they ever did it right right it wasn't until the i-series the iPod the iMac the iPhone that you know Apple went stratospheric but before that you know they were a great company but they weren't who they are today so understand in the process especially when you deal with CRM and technology and things of that nature that you want to be with a company that invests into their product constantly and my studio is one of those people kids love life skills You know, I just heard Shauna reach out, and, and she's a new school owner, and she's got a waiting list for class. She's increased her revenue. Her employees are on a 401k. Super, super proud. But one of the things she's really talked about is how kids love life skills has changed the playing field tremendously. I go to swimming, there's no life skills. I go to Little League, there's not really any life skills. right? I even go to my regular school, my kids go to, there's no real life skills. But when they come into a martial arts school that is invested in kids love life skills and they view you as a life skills educator in the community more than a martial arts school, everything changes. Everything changes, everything changes. So that's what I'm here to share with you. You should be part of kids love life skills. And if you are not, reach out to Marker Mazzola, reach out to Letitia Crafts, and they'll get you dialed in. We're now a subscription-based model, so we hold your hand. We partner with you every step of the way. We will show you what badge to use each month. We have a bunch of cool onboarding videos now, and we're going to start offering you a Webinar once a month where we sit together and answer your questions in an environment like this, and we help you get the most from Kids Love Life Skills because you need to be the life skills education leader in your community. LC Accounting, you know, I just got done talking to my sister. We've had so many pivots through this pandemic, and she's been a huge pillar of my success in that process, and she works with market muscles. She works with GoPro, you know, Chris Rodriguez, Stephen Reinstein. She has some heavy hitters, myself, but she works with the hoi polloi. She gets the common man. She knows what it takes to get you in the right direction. You know, that's one of the most overlooked parts of a small business. We spend inappropriately. We spend wrong. We don't have the vision and budget, and you need somebody like this in your back pocket, and, and I'm going to share that. You know, People look as, as lawyers, accountants, Uh, bookkeepers as a debt, right? This is one of my expenses. No, they are not. They are an investment. We sat on Monday uh, on a call with my lawyer, Letitia and I, and we were discussing renegotiating this lease for Millbrae. Perfect time, commercial rents are down, right? And all those different things. But as we began to do our research, guess what? Because, you know, I'm pretty smart. I'm going to say that. Yeah, I'm pretty smart and have a good lawyer. We have pretty good rent here. And our increase is about 3.2% a year. Right Right now, cost of living in, in our area is like 5 6% increase a year. So we're in a really good position, and we have two five-year options. Remember, this lease isn't up in Millbury for another three years. Why are we having this, this discussion now? Because I am the architect. I am the visionary. I'm discussing renewing this lease now when... The first lease doesn't expire for three years and I have two five years options so I have a lot of flexibility we may end up buying a building in here who knows so we're gonna keep the lease because we have three years left on it and if we are in a position in three years to buy a building we may do that we may do that or we'll take the next five-year option or we'll take the next five-year after that so technically we have 13 years of flexibility to do what we want and there's certain key milestones where we can move and do different things Cool? and that only, you know what that cost us? What, an hour? $400? For a $400 phone call with my lawyer we now have the correct data to make good decisions. My lawyer is not an expense. My lawyer is an investment. So I want you to shift that mindset. Everybody that's working with me on wisdom I'm not an expense. I'm not in debt. I'm an investment. And once we can wrap our head around that, and it's really moving from the technician, as they say in E-Myth by Michael Gerber, into being that Entrepreneur, that visionary, the architect. An architect understands this is an investment. Just some kind of portfolio. I won't see that money until I retire, technically. So is it a debt or expense at this point? Or is it an investment for a long-term return? Same thing here. So I'm going to ask you to shift that mindset and start spending your money and time on people and things that are going to help you invest in your company and grow it. Cool, cool, cool. And then, of course, Market Muscles, Stephen Rice and the gang. Ooh, I get to open the show next week on Friday, and I'm the first speaker, and I choose that spot. It's the hardest spot to be in. It's the first spot of the day, and I'm going to just nail it for Stephen and all the attendees at Market Muscles. I have a great topic on disruption. You know success in a brave new world and I'm going to share everything I've taken in over the past couple of years the data my take on it how it's affected our business so it's really valuable and I understand they're going to record it as well so at some point that will be released to Joe E public so what is this all about today folks what is this all about it's my birthday happy 60th birthday Brandon Beliso you know people trip people say there's no freaking way you're 60 years old you know but I don't know what sixty years old is supposed to be, but what I do know, being an entrepreneur, being a martial arts school owner, I need to lead by example. And the big thing, grace you know, by the grace of God, you know, I live from that mindset of an entrepreneur. So it's preventive medicine. I knew I would be sixty one day, so most days I eat healthy, exercise, manage my stress, I meditate, I pray, you know, I journal publicly now. I stopped writing in my journal because this is my journal. My car talks, things like that. So I've shifted that. So I'm in the position I'm in physically, emotionally, spiritually, and mentally because I have set myself up for that. And that's why this birthday show is very important to share with you. I'm sharing this with you because if you do the things you need to do today, as, as I've often heard, you know, take care... Today, and it'll take care of the years. You know, it's been said so many different ways. But we live in a culture, fundamentally, where what? Where what, folks? No, you do own a business, Ashton. Let's take that back, man. You do. You'd you, you think like an owner, and one day you will be an owner side by side. TJ's my partner. I'm grooving TJ to, to take over. TJ's my partner, right? So you are an owner, Ashton. Take that back. Take it back and put it in there. Hey, Adam, what's up, my brother from the UK Disruptors? Empower Martial Arts. So I share that with you, you know, and I'm celebrating this this birthday with you because I understand that everything I do has prepared me for this. See, in Western culture, fundamentally, and there is a shift. The shift's been happening, but... We wait till something's broke. If it's broke, I get it fixed. If it's broke, I get it fixed. Nobody wants to set up a service agreement with the car dealership they buy the car from because they think they're being nickel and dimed. But no, if you service your car and get the oil changed when you're supposed to, guess what? The longevity of that car is in your favor. It's the same thing here. We have to stop looking at it as, man, this is an expense. This is an expense. No, take care of your car. Just like your body, put good fuel in your body and it'll serve you as you get older. It's the same thing in your business. So let's try to shift from that, hey, if it ain't, and you hear this stupid line. I'm going to say, erase this from your memory bank. If it's not broke, why fix it? Put that in the comments. How many of you heard that in business? If it's not broke, why fix it? Go, go, right? If it's not broke, why fix it? And I don't know, word for word, because it's such a stupid saying. And I'm going to say it, it's stupid, right? Don't try to reinvent the wheel, learn to drive the car better. That's stupid, right? I'm going to tell you that. I'm serious as a heartbeat. I'm going to step up and say that. Because I think it's real, real important in disruption that you create your version of success. And cliches like that, I think, are very outmoded, right? If it ain't broke, don't fix it. Don't try to reinvent the wheel. You know, learn to drive the car better. Guess what? Cars are driving themselves now. Pretty soon the cars are going to be flying. So what if you lived with that limited mindset of, you know, don't reinvent the wheel, learn to drive the car better. One day there'll be no wheels, man. Cars are going to be hovering like freaking Star Wars and it's going to be a different day. Right? A whole different day. So let's let's be extremely mindful of that. And I'm passionate, as you can see, about that type of mindset. Could. Yeah, I heard it many, many times. Thank you, Bob. All right, so let's hop into this. And you know, if you have a question, you want to put me a birthday wish in there, I love it. I love it, I love it. So I'm going to begin with the first thing I want to give you right now. Anybody who's here watching the show that does not have a copy of my book, right? Anybody on this show that does not have a copy of my book, put in there, I don't. And then Marco, make a list, give it to Letitia. Give it to Letitia, and what we're going to do is give everybody a copy of my book that doesn't have it. And if you want a copy, put it in there. Everybody will get a copy of my book that is on this show today that puts in the comment, I would like a copy of your book. How about that? Okay? Or we'll make it easier. Just put the title of the book, Live, Learn, Grow. Anybody that's here watching the show, you put in the comments right now, Live, Learn, Grow, and we will send you the gift, a copy of Brandon's book. Sound good? Sound good? Sound good? All right. So little antidotes things 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 that you know i'm i'm an observer of of life i'm huge on observing life okay i'm huge on observing life and yesterday i you know i i love to watch different types of documentaries i love to watch things that provide data that i believe is relevant and i was watching this yesterday and and i don't know if this was apple or microsoft i'm not sure where I, I got this sound bite as I call them But if you are good enough You can bring people into, bu- into your business On your terms Okay If you are good enough You can bring people into your business On your terms And your terms really is that purpose Your why Live your best life So the goal is You have to constantly Consistently invest in doing what? Being good enough I say be better than good Be great Because if you're a great business People are going to come to you on your terms. And that's powerful. Yesterday, and it's, I walked into the Apple store, and we were getting some adapters, right? Me and my wife were celebrating our 15th anniversary. Happy 15th anniversary, my love. And, you know, I was talking to this guy, and he's, he's now he's doing front end again. He was, in, he was there. He was serving us. Right, with our questions, but he had been with Apple over 12 years, and he had started as a salesperson in the store, went to corporate, da da da, da, da and he's back to sales. And I asked them, May I ask how much you get paid? Right? How much do you get paid? Who's going to leave a job, you know, working towards management in the Apple headquarters to come back and do retail? Right? So And he, you know what he said? He couldn't tell me. That's how proprietary Apple is. That's how their culture, you know, their culture secrets, their trade secrets, they keep to themselves. Then I asked them, well, you know so much about Apple, and I'm a huge Apple fan. Would you be willing to come on my show? He said, absolutely not. Apple doesn't allow it. I went, whoa, whoa! That's powerful stuff, so there you go. Apple is good enough. Where they can bring people into their business, this guy in particular, right, who's part of their team for 12 years. Again, he's worked in various departments and various areas of Apple on Apple's terms. This guy cannot tell me how much anybody makes at Apple, whether it's a front salesperson or not. He can't tell me, he can't come on the show and talk about Apple as a culture. He can't do any of that. So that is the prime example of being good enough where you can bring people into your business on your terms. Cool? So write that down and ask yourself, right? Because you know, we're having that huge discussion now as we we, you know, TJ and I talked about it this week because he's reading emith along with all the different people in wisdom in my intensive mentoring program. Put that in there, Marco. Three spots still open for wisdom. And TJ said, Well, my big takeaway from Emith right now is we are a Company that's in infancy. Infancy. So I said, What do you mean? We've been around 22 years. No, no, no. Where we are, you know, through this pandemic, we've reinvented ourselves, we've pivoted, we've adapted, we've done so many different things that we are literally a company in infancy. There's not a single company out there that has not lost key people. So again, we are rebuilding our business. And you're going to find that. In, in my 35 years of owning small businesses, you, you start out here and then you grow to here and then you're a new business and then you make adjustments and pivot into that. Then you grow to here and then you grow to here. You know, so that happens all the time. All the time, all the time. So again, I want you to be extremely mindful of that. But if you're good enough, you can bring people into your business on your terms. Keep the hellos coming in. Let's see who, who's getting a copy of my book today. Up oh, There's Roy Roy gets one Don Martinez. What's up, Don? Adam I Get to see you next week. That's right. I look forward to hearing your talk sir Bob pool make sure Bob pool So anybody coming on to the show I see you up in the left-hand corner Just kind of sitting there if you'd like a copy of my book just put in the comments live learn and grow okay so 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 that's the first thing I've learned in my 35 plus years of owning businesses and what I heard yesterday okay so this is a big one for me right because you might say that I'm a dreamer in the words of John Lennon right but I'm not the only one so I believe in keeping my feet on the ground and my head in the clouds all right you've heard that one before but The yin and the yang of that is what I'm going to encourage as a small business owner. Again, a lot of you spend very irresponsibly. You make choices that are very knee-jerk emotional responses, and I don't recommend that. I think you need to be balanced. If we look at Lady Justice and we look at the scale that does this, right, you don't want to run from one end of the scale to the other, and that's simply like a dog chasing its tail. You really want to learn to balance that, to balance that. So what does that mean? That means in every decision I make, I look at all the benefits and the good things, but I look at all the possible things that can go wrong. That is smart business. It's like a SWOT analysis. What are my strengths? What are my weaknesses? What are my opportunities? And what are my threats? So many business owners I work, I go, why did you do that? I don't know. It felt like the right thing to do at the time. It felt like the right thing to do at a time, what? what what so my feet on the ground means I taken data such as the call with the lawyer on Monday right taking as much data as you can that's relevant to the decision you need to make or the program you want to adopt in your business the logo that you're designing the system that you're writing the employee you're going to hire be rooted in that and that's why I have you know people from Letitia my lawyer my wife is one of my biggest confidants she thinks I don't listen but I ask her a lot of questions, right? I ask a lot of people questions So my feet are rooted on the ground. I'm big on data. I take in data. I study markets I study trends. I study what's going on in small business. I study what's going on in the fitness industry I study what's going on in the martial arts industry because success leaves clues, but that has nothing to do with my head in the clouds. See, once I feel anchored and I feel really strong in that data, which is 1 plus 1 equals 2, then I can say there is no box. My head is in the cloud because that's where a dream happens, an idea happens. You know, different things are cultivated from there. But if I'm just simply floating through the air, untethered, with good solid data, my feet on the ground, guess what happens? I make poor choices right? I trust my gut on this one. P.S. Before I buy that stock, I run it by Sam On, or Sam On tells me, and he tells me, look, look at their company, right? You can look at third quarter earnings. You can look at their hist- history. What have their trends been for 10, 20, 30 years? I just there. It's a gut feeling. That makes no sense by itself, but the yin and the yang combined creates that balance right it creates that balance so I'm gonna really recommend that to every small business owner here with us today please make sure that you are gathering the right data the right data here's a here's another one recently we signed a new 10-year lease in San Francisco it was smart commercial rents are down right so we got a good deal Um, we got the rent to do reduced we got some of the back rent forgiven Right? And then people said, wow, everything I read in the news is you have a huge homeless problem right now. Crime is up. You know, there's drugs are rampant in certain areas of, of San Francisco. I'm going, that may be true. That's the yin, right? That's the fact. But when you drive into San Francisco, when I come in from Millbrae, from the suburbs, you ought to look across the skyline of San Francisco. Crane, 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 crane. crane crane there's building going on like crazy like crazy the second part of that is when i go down to watch the warriors game with my son there is no homelessness anywhere we have big medical centers we have chase center right there this Warriors stadium we got all these new restaurants all these new condos there's no homelessness anywhere in this area why because san francisco has a lot of money a lot of money a lot of money Right. It's the only city that doesn't need state funding from the data I've read. But more importantly, as I saw it with my own eyes, they wouldn't be building all of these new buildings in San Francisco if there wasn't the potential. We have some of the biggest convention center centers in the world. In the world. In the world. In the world. Right. There's Moscone. North, East, South, West. It's huge. Why is all of this happening? Because San Francisco has the money. And that's what I love about a smart business. So I'm sharing this with you because they're patient. Very patient. They understand it doesn't make sense. Right? We can board up that business because they have the insurance, they have the funding, the city funding, the county funding, the federal funding, to be closed until the opportunity's right. And when it's right, they're going to open back up and everything will happen again. Remember, I lived here during the Loma Prieta earthquake. So I saw San Francisco at its worst, right, after an earthquake when everybody said, I want to get the hell out of San Francisco. Lo and behold, out of the ashes, the phoenix rises. I was here during .com this is siliconvalley.com bust whoa i was here during the mortgage crisis so the one thing i've witnessed again data data is that san francisco will once again be what it was so we sign that lease you see where i'm going with that anybody with me so there is my feet are on the ground gathering the right data but my head's in the cloud believing right believe believing in it yeah yeah, you're right, James. They said Gary V was crazy for selling wine online. Yeah, they said he was freaking nuts. Yep, absolutely, sir. Absolutely. All right, this Facebook feed is kind of coming in and out, but I'm hardwired, so I just want to make sure. It did this last week. It did this last week. But everyone's hearing me okay? Please put it in there that you're hearing me okay. All right, let me go to my next slide. And again, I'm real big on gathering data, but sometimes, see, that's the big thing is, is we look for data, and we think data, the only place it exists is on, you know, freaking this newscaster's report or that newscaster's report or something you read at Yahoo Finances, you know, no way. It's everywhere. So one of the things I'm very, very passionate about watching is food shows. But I like watching food shows in foreign countries and it really focuses around the poor people who cook okay now Yesterday I watched an episode about a woman that cooks on the street right one of the street food vendors in Thailand now okay not a big deal, but you know what's the big deal this woman got a Michelin rated star What what street food vendor anywhere in this world? is going to get a Michelin-rated star for the food she cooks. I think that's brilliant. Now, will this woman ever be filthy freaking rich? Probably not, right? She does all the cooking herself. She refuses to let anybody cook, so all they can do is prep it up. But the actual cooking only happens by this woman. She is a chef. She has honed her craft. Uh, What she does is very personal, so you can't scale and monetize it. But she got a Michelin star for excellence, right? But here's what she said, and this I think we should apply to our business, all right? When making people happy is more important than making money, you can really build something special. Hmm. Think about that for a moment. When making people happy, Is more important than making money you can really build something special and that's why you look at a company like Disney that was in debt for years and years and years because they were building something special they were trying to make people happy the happiest place on earth and the byproduct is look at Disney look at the amount of revenue Disney generates and the amount of profit that Disney is is, as cultivated over the years. So I'm going to share that with you. In your business, think about it. Are you making people happy? And sometimes that happiness is tough love. It's saying something to that kid the parent doesn't want to say. And that parent is silently applauding you for saying to that kid, you know, you need to change the way you talk to your parents. You need to be more respectful. And here's why. So realize when I talk about making people happy, it's not necessarily compromising your values and simply putting people first. Whatever makes you happy, no, 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 no. Whatever makes you happy, no, no, no. Here is our culture, here is our why, and this is our version of happiness. If that resonates with you and you want to come over here, happy day. Right? So, I'm not saying when making people happy makes your life unmanageable and you're this codependent. I'm not saying that. So, please don't take this out of context. I just think it's brilliant. Michelin star rated food vendor on the street of Thailand says something so profound. When making people happy is more important than making money, you can really build something special. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I I would have to research the data a little deeper, but I would be led to believe that she's probably one of the only street vendors that has ever earned a Michelin-rated star. That's powerful. And this this is one I've always said, and this is big for me. No matter how much money it costs you, always do the right thing. Here's an example. We just had somebody come to us. They bought a couple of fitness kickboxing class cards, right? And their kids had a couple of weeks of camp. And, you know, they haven't said a word to us during this pandemic. But now they reached out and said, hey, we moved over 25 miles away. Now, by law, by law, if somebody moves 25 miles away or it's a medical condition, you have to refund their money here. But you know what? We didn't even bat an eye. And it was like $1,800. They said, and they were so proper they sent us their mortgage bill showing us with their name that they now live over 25 miles away you know god bless them they left our area and they bought a house somewhere else maybe to raise their family in a different environment who knows but the right thing to do and legally you know even wasn't legally i would rightfully give them the money you know why it's the right thing to do And I watch so many businesses just freaking kill themselves, just kill themselves in reviews and stuff where, you know, I asked for my money back and they gave me some sideways answer and they told me I could use it for, you know, a hypothetical after-school program they might have two years from now or it just, it's wrong. It's wrong. So no matter how much money it costs you, always do the right thing because you will see the benefit down the road. You just will. And so we're really passionate about that. We're very, very passionate about that, right? Clouds and dirt, Gary Vee. I like that. Sir, come and find me. Okay. Up, Adam Park. you guys having any sideways conversations about the book? <laughs> Good. Thank you, Monique. Thank you, Monique. So, yeah, because once in a while it's popping up on my screen that it's delaying or something. So, and that's really crucial, right? And, and, and even if it, it's not a money issue, please just do the right thing, right? Because I know I can't serve everybody. I know I'm not a good fit for everybody. But I will stand up in the face of injustice any day. And that doesn't mean that my poop doesn't stink. And that doesn't mean, you know, I don't make mistakes. And it doesn't mean some days I'm not a god-awful person because I am. But that doesn't mean I should not stand up for what is right, right? Because people are gonna call me a hypocrite. Sure, call me a hypocrite. But you know what? I will always strive to do the right thing and do the right thing by people. And we know that in our industry, I'm a disruptor. I will stand up and say, stop being a black belt factory, eliminate the word McDojo from our vocabulary. You know, I didn't know that existed. And when I actually went, What what is a McDojo? And where that all happened, and let me share that backstory. Um, has anyone ever watched that book, Hand, Foot, Fist, Way? Right, and it's about a martial arts school owner somewhere, I don't know where it is. And the guy wore, you know, Rex Kwon and there was a guy named Rex Kwon and all of this. And I watched this parody of martial arts schools, and at first, I didn't get it. I didn't get it, because at the time, you know... Here in San Francisco, this is where Bruce Lee landed. It's why he moved back from Seattle to be part of this rich martial arts scene. There's nothing like that going on here. I mean, you couldn't survive. Someone would kick your butt out of the city. Right? It just you couldn't survive. So I had no idea that there was a, such a thing as a McDojo. I didn't know that there were contracts and upgrades and things called a black belt factory. I didn't know any of that existed. So what did I do to gather more data? I went to Wikipedia. And at Wikipedia, I saw the word McDojo. And I'm going to kid you not, I almost cried. I almost almost cried Because I've been in martial arts since I was five years old. I grew up above a martial arts school Right. My daddy was my instructor. Martial arts is more than my love. Martial arts is my life. And so to see it put in that context McDojo That that made me sad. So that's why I believe And no contracts, no upgrades, no belt fees, none of that thing. And I believe, right, if you're good enough, you can attract people into your business on your terms. But it's really about being good enough, not just in your martial arts and your curriculum, but in your customer service, in your ambiance, in serving people at that higher level, always doing the right thing. I believe in it. I really do. And I believe great martial arts instructors should make great money. And you got to stop copping out. I'm a great martial artist, but I'm a terrible business person. That's why you suck. And your business sucks. Because it's called the martial arts business. Make no mistake. Make no mistake. And once you can embrace that, then I believe you'll do the right thing. Good? And hey, if you got a question, throw it in there. It's all good. I dig the vibe. Put it in. Put it in. Cool? And this is an important one. And, and I say this because I grew up in my own personal life as a great codependent. Right, I was always there ready to take one for the team. I romantically was a martyr, right? I suffer for you, right? And, and it's really important to know that and this is the metaphor that I use in meditation I share with people all the time. If you're on an airplane and the cabin pressure drops on that airplane And you're sitting with your kid and those masks drop down whose mask do you put on first? Put it in the comment, right? I'm on an airplane cabin pressure drops I'm there with my kids, right? And the mask dropped down. Whose mask do I put on first? Whose mask do I put on first? Go. Put it in the comments. I love it, Sensei Mish, because that is Disruption. Right? Santa Misha is saying, I blew someone away with my no contracts and no promotion fees talk. He said no one else was doing that in the area. He's currently being nickel and dimed by his current school. There you go. That makes me so sad. That's sad. That makes me so sad. And what's odd about that is martial arts instructors will kind of put their own twist on it and say, no, 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 no. We have contracts because we are teaching you commitment. I'm committed to coming there month and month until you don't serve me well, right? I mean, that's it. So they put that in that guise, and then somehow they romanticize when they upgrade you to a black belt club or a master's club, and let me get this straight. I'm paying you money, but I must intern in your school for free. I'm going to teach for free, show up for workshops on the weekend, lead classes and stuff, because it's part of the internship of the black belt club master's club. No, you call it leadership. Ah, I would beg to differ. I would beg to differ. There needs to be a balance there. And again, that's why that perception, Mish, that's out there, that we nickel and dime, that's horrible. We are not used car salesmen. We don't nickel and dime people. What the heck? Knock it off. Knock it off. And I'll stand by that. I'll stand toe-to-toe with anyone. Anyway. But again, my version of success is not the guy who does contracts. If you believe contracts are the right thing to do, who cares what I say? Right? Who cares what I say? But I will stand toe-to-toe and say, for me, and what I believe true boodle spirit is, there is no room for contracts, no room for upgrades, no room for belt testing fees. None of it. None of it. None of it. And I don't like black belt clubs, masters clubs, leadership. I walk into a school, red gi, blue gi, white gi, black gi. It promotes separatism, it promotes elitism, and it puts niche, it puts these little clubs in your culture. Not good. That's why the guy at Apple, I think it's tremendous. I worked in the store. I go went and worked at corporate. I worked over here in a management program. Now I'm back here in the store. Because everybody in Apple flies first class. I think that's pretty badass. It just is. It just is, right? Yep. We all put ours on first. And it's the same thing here, you rock stars, right? It's the same thing here. All right. So put your questions in. Put your comments, right? Some of you are in wisdom. You can share some of your wisdom with people, what you've learned. Where are your schools at? You know, all of it's good. This is a birthday show, but it's our show today, okay? And this is a big one, right? This is me, and we know that. Great leaders lead by example. We've all heard that right but I want to take it a step further lead by example then find better examples to lead by write it down everybody write this down print it out big and I'll put it on a poster or something hang it somewhere you can see every day I believe in the power of words and if I can see it I can be it so when I talk about leading by example that's obvious the problem with that is it stops there lead by example okay but then I say find better examples to lead by Because there's great leadership all over the world. There really is. And I I have no problem borrowing from somebody that I think is very, come on. That was a street vendor selling food in Thailand. But I was just in awe that she got this Michelin rated star. And she said, when you, you make people, you make, you make, making people happy is more important than making money. You can really build something special. I like that. I like this. I'm happy to share that with you. So That's what I'm sharing. A great leader is a humble leader. No, it's my systems, my methods, me, 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 me. No, it's not. You don't do this thing called life alone. I would not be in the position I'm in today if it wasn't for my team, for all the people that support me and work with me. I would not be. I'd be talking to a wall. That's what I'd be doing with all this data and information, right? I'd be teaching one person in the park, and that's it. So I am where I am because of everything. And that includes the great people that choose to share life with me, right? Them as well. So I want to lead by example, but then I got to find better examples, better examples to lead by. Cool? Let me check our comments. James! Yeah. Master Raymore, do you refund students who don't show up after a month of absence, even after following up with them? Yes, I do. Yes, I do, Master Raymore. I know, right? I know, right? Just, again, I think we are a values-based business. So this is what Master Raymore is asking. Do you refund students who don't show up after a month of absence, not coming to any classes, right, even though you follow up with them? Absolutely. They can say your email went into spam. They could say many things. It doesn't matter. See, that's the big thing. We can sit there and waste all this energy, Master Raymar, on tit for tat, tit for tat. Well, we sent you notifications telling you that, you know, how come you haven't been in class, blah, 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 blah. You know, you could do that. You could absolutely do that. But the bottom line, they broke up with you months ago, sir. They freaking broke up with you months ago. So the systems that need to be in place is... Every class someone comes to. Because if you really believe you delivered and they don't want to come to your school, then you don't want them at your school. So, it's refunding them. Because if I can look in their attendance in my studio and say, oh, you haven't been here for a month. I haven't served you. So, you shouldn't have to pay me for that. And that's what I believe, right? Well, you, you know, it's your fault you didn't come to classes. Maybe so. But the bottom line is documentation in a court of law. Let's say it gets that far. I haven't been there for a month. You charged me for a month. Well, we have a policy in place that you need to notify us, blah, blah, blah. All of that. Say what, you're going to go to court over a month? Let them go and give them a refund. It's not worth the bad review at Google or any of that master rumor. But more than that, our simple value in our school is clear. If I don't serve you, I don't get paid for that that's simple it's like going into a restaurant and sitting there and not being served food see that doesn't work now you're saying well they never came into my restaurant oh what does that say then see so that's what I would look at more are you following Master Ray more? tell me if everyone's following me on this okay they're not even coming into your restaurant That's what I want to look at. I want to know why this kid hasn't been coming for the past month. Because that's the type of data I can use to improve my retention internally. So, for whatever a month is, for us it's $229. So what? I give you back your $229. You don't want to be here. It's not a good fit. I'm okay oh, I got busy and, you know, I meant to get to you guys and I know you're month to month and I just assume you don't charge me after a month if I don't show up, assume, assume, assume. You can sit there and go with that tit for tat all day long, sir. But ask yourself, what is the right thing to do in this case? Because I'm not in control of other people. I'm simply not, right? I'm not in control Ah, thank you, Master Raymore. See, I got to read into the- I refunded about four students and three of them came back. Love you, Master Raymore, Because it is. We've had that too. We've had that same scenario, sir. Right? Again, because what is? what do I always say? And it's not, I didn't coin this, but it's out there. Stop stepping over a dollar to pick up a penny. That's the challenge too. Do the right thing now. And you'd be amazed when they bring the little sibling back. The two-year-old that's now four and five. I just had a kickboxer come back after freaking 15 years because we're super passionate about giving people love in the door, giving them the same amount of love out the door, right? So if somebody quits, thank you for allowing us to serve you. The door is always wide open if you ever want to continue your martial arts journey. And if I see you in the mall, I'm gonna walk up to you and say, "How is soccer going?" You know when it ain't right, folks. You know when it ain't right. You see that person in the mall and they go the other way. Who's ever been there? Anybody who's ever been there, right? And that's because. Let's see, Letitia's adding. This is so true. I quit going to my old school in October, and they turned in my and I turned in my notice at the end of December. But was charged the whole time. Did they refund you back, Letitia? Did they refund you back? Right? Because it happens. Life is something that happens while you're busy making other plans. But what are we taught? Because we are taught to be like the fitness industry. It's a sales-driven business model. Sales-driven business model. So what do we do? Right? If somebody wants to quit, what is the first thing we're supposed to do? According to... All this, the industry, set up a meeting. I want you to come in and we're going to sit down. Then you go through every reason why the child shouldn't quit. And if none of that works, then you go into guerrilla mode. What kind of parenting is that? You're teaching your child to be a quitter. Blah, 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 blah. I've seen all those scripts, so don't tell me they don't exist. Who's ever heard that one? You know, well, I don't know if that's the best parenting. You know, you're setting up your child for failure because you're teaching them uh, to be a quitter. Who's ever heard that one? Who's ever heard that one? Yeah, oh, there you go. Letitia, see? (laughs) Look at that. I didn't even read that comment. I got lectured about quitting. Well, let's stop for a minute, Letitia. You are a full-grown adult. I'm a freaking full-grown adult, and you're going to lecture me about quitting? What the hell is wrong with you? Think about that for a minute as one adult to another adult. Forget the Miyagi and, you know, you're the white belt. Let's, let, let's get away from that. Let's get away from it. Let's just talk about adult to adult. Adult to adult. You're going to sit there and lecture me about quitting? What the hell is wrong with you? Think about that, people, in the real world, right? Think about that in the real world. And that's why I stand on my little soapbox and I'll stand on that street corner and I'll fight for that because, you know what? It's cool. I love you. So give them as much love out the door as you do when they come in the door, and you leave the floodgates wide open for the potential. Like Master Raymore said, I refunded four of those people because Master Raymore knows it's the right thing to do. Right, Master Raymore, it's the right thing to do. And look what happened. Three of those students came back. And this is a big one for me, and and I'm going to share this passionately. Faith is believing in what can't be seen it is the number one skill to success Because I have those days where I feel all alone because I have faith I believe in something that can't be seen and I see the vision of what my business is gonna look like You know especially through this pandemic when we sat there when we were closed I said we're going online the guys all look at me like what? We've never done virtual. Ah, I believe I believe, right? I saw it. I saw the vision. I saw the picture, right? I knew what that looked like, right? Oh, we're gonna go outdoors. What? We've never taught outdoors. I see it. I have faith. I believe this is what it's gonna look like, right? Oh, we're gonna do distance learning camps. But nobody's ever done distance learning camps, sir. Never. But I believe. I have faith. I see it. I see it. I see it, right? See, so that's what I'm sharing. Faith is believing in what can't be seen. So you as the architect, right, in your small business, you have to have unwavering faith. Not narcissistic, egotistical, narrow-mindedness. Please don't mistake in the two. Do not mistake the two. And that's a sad, sad reality in our business, right? Nobody gets me. It's me against the world, right? And you climb on that little, little, Pity pot, and you're this martyr. No, you're not. But you have to have this unwavering faith because you know why? You got to sell it to your team. You have to sell it to the people around you that, hey, just run with me on this because if you don't back me 100%, we're going to fail. I need you to get on board, right? Don't you always hear that? We got to get them on board, right? We got to get the team on board. Why? Because you're a visionary and you're out there. You're way. Up there, feet on the ground, head in the clouds, feet on the ground, head in the clouds, right? You're in that space, and because you're in that space, you have to have an unwavering faith. But the yin and the yang of that to maintain balance is you always have to have a system of checks and balances in place to answer that question. Is this really something I believe in or is just this is egotistical, narcissistic, which leads into fear and insecurity, position that I'm living in and I'm just wrapping it with a bow saying this is faith and this is what I believe in. Which one is it? Come on. Own it. Who's ever been in that position? We all have. Where you're sitting there going, no, because it's me against everybody, right? Nobody understands me. It's lonely at the top. So you're sitting there campaigning and professing and what you believe in. But it's really your insecurity, your fear, your unwillingness to say, you know what? I was wrong. We need to change directions. You're gonna ride that freaking thing and sink on the Titanic. That's why I'm not big on that mindset. That mindset is ill-fated 99% of the time. Look at most dictatorships and things like that. They end up, you know, overthrowing. There's a coup, right? You've seen it historically through time and time and time and time again. Because people don't believe in you. People are afraid of you. And that is not a good way to run your business. I don't want anybody to be afraid of me. And that means I need to walk around my business as if my team are just like my customers Follow me right and if I can do that and treat my team like I would treat my customers I'm gonna have a better chance of achieving the freedom. I want as an entrepreneur You got me who's with me on that anybody who's with me? right, and I, I know it's a weird shift in mindset, but um, It's one of I Oh, Roy wants to purchase a one martial arts t-shirt Download our app go into the shopping cart and you can order a t-shirt. See technology technology And so I'm gonna wrap that up with our vision of where we're going now And it's in line with encourage martial arts and my studio, you know We've both been mimicking this for well through this pandemic just by default and we're recognizing and my studio Recognizes this is the way we're going. We have no front desk. We haven't had a front desk for years in Millbrae now right for years Since the pandemic, almost two years Front desks, you know, we don't have an office We don't have a program director We have none of those things They're gone, we've never had them We're going to rip out the front desk at both locations Okay, follow me then when you walk in, you know I see it. When I was at um, speaking at Tuesday's event back in September for my studio, I see what they're doing with it, and I want to take it to another level. When you walk into my walk into an encouraged martial arts location, right? They have gathered the data. The data says how much walk-in traffic do you have in a given day? Somebody's just going to walk in and they want information about your classes. Very small because everybody in today's technology-driven culture will go into Google martial arts in. Milbury, or San Francisco, right? Kids martial arts. Then they go look at your website. Hmm, I'm interested. Let me opt in. Then they opt in. Then there's a little dance between texting. They can text you back and forth. You put them in an email-triggered flow, right? Then eventually, they get a link. They sign up for a trial. 99% of the people who walk through our door are here for a trial. Walk-in traffic, very, very, very small. Very small. So you're going to put somebody at your front desk at... You know, $40,000 a year, $50,000 a year for what? That 1%? Let's be generous. Call it 10%, right? I can communicate to that 10% organically through website, Google search, things of that nature, right? Google ranking the whole nine yards. So I can take care of that that way. So imagine walking in, but again, you see a kiosk right on the wall. It says three to five-year-olds. Not excellent kids, not youth karate, none of it. It'll say three to five-year-olds right? 6 to 12. It'll say fitness, kickboxing, whatever. Whatever you choose. And there on the wall, I can take a takeaway. Class schedule. Because what do they need? Class schedule. They want to know about the program. They want to know the prices. All of it's there. Think of the 10 top questions they ask you when you have a lead come through the door. Answer all of them in that. Set the same answers up in your email flows or, or your text replies. Okay? And then right on the wall is the QR code. Scan here for a free trial class. Because isn't that the next step in the process? Click. Sign up here for day camps. Oh, here's a QR code. Takes me right to my studio events. They can sign up for the day camp. Easily, right? First step for after school is that we need to know if their pickup fits our route. Click. It goes to the Google form. As long as there's some kind of URL or landing, that QR code will go right to it. Me and my wife went out for lunch. I mean, uh, for, for, for my... Uh, We went to my birthday lunch. We went to an anniversary lunch. But this is how cool it's gotten. We walk into our favorite lobster place, and we're going to have a lobster roll, some clam chowder, right? The guy says, hands me a fork and a spoon and a knife, all pre-wrapped. He says, go ahead and sit down. You order from the table. Now, I've seen that. That's not unusual, right? We know in most restaurants they want touchless menus, so there's a QR code at your table so you can order your food. But here's the next wave, the next step, the next step. And when we talk about cryocurrency and Bitcoin and digital currency, Apple Wallet, Apple Pay had that a long time ago, but it's all happening. So we sit down, and of course, you know, like normal, I'm going to take my phone, I'm going to scan this QR code. So I scan it, and we order our food, but here's the next level. You pay for it right there right there you pay for it and that I went whoa that's brilliant that's brilliant but you know what we're already doing that if you want a t-shirt in my school you walk up to the pro shop you take out your phone you go to the app we tell them to do that because their credit card is in their account when they log on okay so they go through the app they go in the shopping cart they buy a t-shirt and they grab and go it's that simple it's that simple now memberships everything will be handled that way All through QR codes. So we can do what we're supposed to do. Where you serve people is on the mat. And I don't think it's bad service. I just think it's the evolution. Right? It's the evolution. I walk into the trampoline place. First thing we do is, you know, log in on a kiosk. It's the evolution. And that way the people in your school should be moving around, talking to people, serving them at a higher level. Anybody with me on that? Tell me if you can see that and that's really where things are right and that's the future of where things are going and if we can embrace that and be okay with that the potential is unlimited it is unlimited and that's where we are so we're already planning ripping out both front desks, putting in this kiosk because ultimately Michelle who works in San Francisco and a couple of days in Millbraid, they'll work remotely they never need to come in everything will be email text phone call they don't need to be on site to do that ever 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 but if we want to create the yin-yang balance of that we will have one day a week if you need to come in to be fitted for sparring gear or you want to get a new uniform ABCDEFG you can come in on this day and there'll be Michelle here to work with you so I think that's going to be our balance of the two but ultimately these front desks that are here are gone in both locations gone 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 and that's our next evolution Cool. All right. So we're just about out of time. Um, what else do I want to give away today? All right. Everybody that I gave you the book, right? Everybody who was given the book, everybody who shared this today, put in the comments that you shared this with a group or somebody else. You, everybody who shared this, just listen to me. Everybody who shared this, you are entitled to any of my e learning products. Pick an e learning product and it's yours. Okay, put it in the comments that you shared. Letitia and Marco will write it down. Everybody who shared this video today with somebody new, because we want to grow our group of these type of disruptors, these critical thinkers. If you share this, put it in the comment. I shared this. Put it in the comments that you share this. You will get any of my e-learning products of your choice. Just go to BrandonBlesso.com, look at any e-learning product, and it is yours. We will give you full access. You get to watch it unlimited. And there's everything from planning your annual calendar, to branding your school, to rotating curriculum, to systems. I am about everything it takes to running a successful small business. After 35 years experience... Not just education, experience. I understand all the different hats you need to wear. I understand which order to take them often as you grow your business. I understand. Because I have the experience. And I'm still in it. See, I'm not someone who sits behind a desk and hypothesizes about the good old days and what you could have, should or would have be doing in your business. I'm in the trenches every day, just like you. So I understand First hand, I'm at the tip of it in real time every day what it takes to run a successful small business Pre-pandemic during the pandemic and as we come out of this thing I believe that and I'll stand toe-to-toe with anybody with a deep sense of humility Because I work hard and confidence that I can move anybody's school Anybody, anybody, anyone's small business, I can move it Restaurant, diet, dry cleaner, martial arts school But you have to learn everything everything so you're not at the mercy of a social media person you're not at the mercy of you know an electrician you're not at the mercy of anybody because you know enough to stand toe-to-toe with them and say this is what I need done well it's gotta be to know it doesn't I understand enough right yeah I mean think about that cool 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 all right thank you Roy so everybody who shared look all these people who shared they all get at least one of my e-learning products cool 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 all right, so let me, let me make sure I do what I got to do on my end. Let me start by thanking my sponsors, my studio. Thank Kids Love Life Skills, LC Accounting, and of course, Market Muscles. I'll see some of you at the Market Muscles Movement Summit next week. I'm speaking there on February 3rd, I believe 9 a.m. or something. So I look forward to being on the East Coast. Hopefully we can break some bread, have some lunch or dinner together to everybody that's there that I know personally we will hang out. All right, I'm there the 3rd and the 4th, the 4th and the 5th. I'm gonna sit and learn I'm, I'm not gonna fly out there and speak and come home I will learn cuz I'm a consummate learner right I'm a consummate learner so thank you to all my sponsors I want to thank everybody for being here today on on this day with me uh, my birthday was on the 26th uh, my anniversary was the 27th I'm 60 years old I just celebrated 15 years of marriage thank you Lord uh, by the grace of God I'm still here and every day I get to do what I do and for that I'm forever grateful forever grateful forever grateful cool 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 all right folks I am Brandon Beliso. this is what 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 is this success never sleeps until we talk again folks what are you gonna go out there and do let me see if I can end this thing can I end this thing can I can I can I where am I I got like a thousand screens open. oh but there I am what are we gonna go out there and do folks you're gonna live your best life happy birthday to me <laughs>